0: Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer It's
1: 9 a.m., the signal's clear Our favorite host is in the chair The Truman Show
2: is on the air It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County The Truman
0: Show is on the air The Truman Show
3: is on the air. From the Willow Window Broadcast Center, Willow Window, making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online at willowwindow.pro.
2: Now live from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, here's Truman Jones.
0: Good morning, Rutherford County. And uh, what was you saying for me not to ask you? I can't remember what we were talking about. Oh,
4: let me see.
3: We've been talking about so many things. Yeah. Uh, you can write a, it on a piece of Probably about paper. all the vacations. Connie Huddleston.
0: I, I, I'm not going to push her <laughs> t- into that hole anymore. I mean, bless her heart. And, and, and Sherry Job. Sherry Job. And uh, you were a Reeves, is that correct? I was.
5: I was born and, and raised right here in Murfreesboro.
0: Uh, were you born... Uh,
5: Las Casas, 10 miles
3: Which out which Which
0: direction is that out of Murfreesboro, mm-hmm. Las Casas? That's toward
3: Heaven. That's out the east. It's well, 96.
0: Well, Larry Stewart taught out there mm-hmm. and, and was the principal, but he chose to, to uh, move over in the Kittrell side of the community.
3: Well, you know, I understand that. and uh, By the way, he was one of the best principals that I ever remember from yeah. Las Casas. I love Larry and um, all that bunch. Um, I, he probably just there was so much good in Las Casas. He probably had to balance his life a little bit, so mm-hmm. he moved over into that Kitchell area. But you know, yeah, it was. We still. Which which
0: which one was the best as far as basketball? Because it's my understanding that one of the guys who lived in Las Casas would go shoot every day. It's kind of um, something that he had a a. a, a a, a great um, uh, blessing when he it came to shooting basketball. And everybody thought he was going to go to school at Las Casas, and he went to Kittrell.
3: Montgomery. Yeah. Did yeah. they offer his parents a job over there or something?
0: Uh, I think his mom. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know that. <laughs>
3: uh, my uncle played all at that same time, Kenneth Jacobs, who lived with us and finished his senior year there at Las Casas and played played during that same time. Las Casas beat him once that senior year. And uh, at Las Casas, and then when they went to Kittrell that year, my uncle got a lot of threats. I'm not saying they came from the Kittrell.
0: That happened in every game in Kittrell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, well, I I tell you what, basketball was the entertainment for all the way across the uh, community Mm -hmm. here in Rutherford County. Right. And, uh, one of the greatest coaches, we've had some really great coaches here in, in, in this community, was Ben Cates, and you two played for him.
3: Yes, we did. We did at Oakland. Um, I was talking to Sherry the other day. Oh, man, I didn't want to cry. Uh In 1972, Mr. Cates came to Las Casas. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was right after our basketball season. And Las Casas, we'd had a really good season that year. But we knew we were going to Oakland in the fall. Mr. Cates came out there and had us to fill out some information on each one of us. And he came and talked to us. And I remember being so scared. I I didn't know if I'd make the team. but I'm, I'm just going to work hard, and so I filled out that little card, and we practiced at Central and um, made the team along with Sherry here. And um, just what a great experience with Mr. Cates. And yeah. I will never be able to call him Ben. He will always be Mr. Cates. Yeah. Um, he had a work ethic that was just unbelievable. He spent yeah. every second of every practice with us. He would set up stations. There might be a dribbling, a shooting, or rebounding, or guarding, whatever. And this was his phrase. He said, hurry up, we're waiting on you. And he'd blow that whistle for us to go to the next mm-hmm. station, you know. And I, I, I mean, from day one, I meshed with Mr. Cates and uh, respected him from day one. And that was one man that walked the walk. He never had to tell us he was a Christian or you know spout any verses to us but we knew it mm-hmm. and we knew we wanted to please him and um, just had a great impact on all of our lives mm-hmm. so
5: i've got my jacket on today from oakland and I, do you remember whenever you were talking about when we went out and and when we had to go and they posted it on the sheet, on the, sheet wall. on the wall. That's how we found out that we got to be the first team that got to play with him. And we were scared to death, oh, weren't we? We we're like, what absolutely. are we going to do if we don't make it? I mean,
3: because, like it Truman was, said, in our little communities, you had church Sunday Wednesday. And Tuesday and Friday, that was basketball. And everybody, all of our little gyms were packed. That was the entertainment for the community. There wasn't two or three cars in each family, so you didn't drive into Murfreesboro except for grocery day. Mm -hmm.
5: Um, And you practiced all the time. And you
3: practiced every day. All the time. Even when there would be a snow day we would practice. Mm-hmm. Somehow the you know, coach would always get us there and we would practice and we we lived it and breathed it. We didn't have any other sports for women to to participate in at Las Casas, so it was basketball. But,
0: I, I, I can imagine the anxiety you guys would have when you came out for the team, oh, yeah. and then you 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 have to wait a little bit to see yeah. if you've been selected mm-hmm. to be on that team. Yeah. And um, girls' basketball was just as strong oh, as yeah. the boys' basketball. the The biggest difference was you guys were three on three, right? Yes. You had six players on yeah. on the court at all times, oh,
1: yeah.
0: and that that was um that was pretty tough to for a coach to be able to decide which one was which ladies would be better mm-hmm. defensive players and which ones would be better offensive players you had to be a, you had to be a different type and working with the ladies yeah
5: um, all of our motions and all of our all of our stuff is a little bit different than you know the the guys and uh, although
3: I don't remember any Mm-hmm. Emotional breakdowns no. of anybody or anything. I think we were. I was raised with two older brothers, and you know, had you didn't show emotion or they were going to play on it. Yeah.
5: But. Um, yeah. Well, he 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 was such an instrument in me just staying in school because mm-hmm. I did not like school. I don't join know,
0: the club. I
5: know. I just oh. didn't like it. But when I found basketball. Yeah. Um. And it was something that I was good at. And uh, um, just so you know, I went three years to Kittrell.
4: <laughs> good she for ca- you. <laughs> she good came for over you. So
3: I wanted to tell you that. <laughs> she came
5: over to the right Well, side now, the <laughs> only reason I changed over to Las Casas <laughs> was because I lived on the Halls Hill Pike. Yeah. And the bus driver, he, the, you know, the bus, it was like 45 minutes difference in the time that, Mom had to take me to meet the bus. Mm -hmm. And the guy that drove the bus, Bob Kerr, lived across the street from me. So he drove. So I ended up that I made the switch after three years and went to Las Casas. And it was just based totally on how much extra sleep I could get in the morning time. But I I had a little, um, well, across the street, my dad put me up this. Basketball gold, Mm -hmm. and I actually because I was a forward. Connie was a um, well, you were a forward, some, but she ended up guard. Guard was her thing, and and I was a shooter, and. I, I practiced every day, probably 15 times a day, until there was no grass. It was in a pasture, and there mm-hmm. was just no grass around <laughs> where I was shooting. And I just loved it, Truman. That's what kept me in school. Was Ben Cates behind me saying that you can do this, you're good at this, and yeah. and it made it really made me. Um, into the person that I am today, because his leadership and his belief. My parents uh, didn't, especially my dad. My dad, I had a great dad. Everybody loved him, but he was a coon hunter and uh, a farmer, and he just didn't come to the ball games. And he
0: didn't come to your games.
5: I didn't have that support from from the parental side. Now my uh-huh. mom came some, but I don't. I don't think my dad ever really realized um, how important it was to me. He was a great man, a great father. Everybody loved him, but that was just not, he wasn't a sports person. And uh, Ben filled that void in my life and in many of the girls' lives. He stepped in as a parental figure. Um, My senior year, I'll never forget this, my senior year, I got hurt um, at Franklin County mm-hmm. and had to go by ambulance to uh, the hospital. and as soon as that game was over, Ben was there. Wow. and he just he took on that role, uh, not just as a coach, but uh, as a mentor, as a um, and even after we graduated and I was telling Connie, my first, I had a a, a note for him, the very first book that I published. Mm-hmm. He sent me a note because it came out in the paper. He was always good at being a part of your life even after, you know, graduation. Because I left Murfreesboro when I was 18 years old and was gone for Quite a few years till I came back, Mm -hmm. and I would hear from Ben periodically through a note or a, um, you know, he he enjoyed the horses some, and I'd see him at the celebration some, and you know he just would show up in your life when you least expected it. He he was just a great man, great man.
0: I think that speaks for him in so many ways. Yes. Because after all of y'all left the years that mm-hmm. you played for him in school, you guys still had a great we relationship. Did. And that's something yeah. that's really, really rare. That's right. And everybody seemed to just love Ben yeah, that did. played for him.
5: We called ourselves Ben's girls. <laughs> uh,
3: I have a similar story to Sherry. And I'm sure every girl, that woman that has played for mm-hmm. Mr. Cates, had a similar experience. Number one, you thought you had the best relationship with him
2: mm-hmm. than anybody
3: else. He filled a void somewhere in your life as a father figure or mentor or something. But probably 15 years after I graduated, I was at MTSU and I was honored to receive the secretarial uh, award that year at MTSU. And it came out a little bitty, about an inch by inch article in the Nashville, Tennessee. And, And a few days later, I'm at home and I get a phone call. And it's Mr. Cates. He said, "Hey Connie, picked up like we did 15 years ago, or whatever."
0: He thought he was talking to Connie Vance.
3: No, no, he did. <laughs> he knew. He knew the difference in his Connies. But uh, he said, "I just want to tell you how proud I am that uh, you've received this award." He said, "I'm going to tell you something. If I ever went on the road to teach worth work ethic." I'm taking you with me. Wow! And still, I was a wife, a mother, and employee and all these things, but I went back to 18 years old of him making me so proud mm-hmm. of my accomplishment and everything. And uh,
5: Well, I think everybody so, wants to know that there's somebody in their corner yeah, all the time. Cheerleader. And you know, they're encourager. And a, a lot of us didn't have those people. Then uh, we, I don't think we knew the importance back then, that that it was uh, to have a coach like Ben Cates, and a friend and a mentor. Um, as you get older, you learn what you had back then. Mm-hmm. You don't appreciate it maybe as much back then, until you grew up a little bit. But we knew that he was special because we we did have other coaches. And they were good coaches in their own right, yeah. uh, But it, he was just—he was That's just special,
0: yeah. A good coach's influence follows you your whole life. It does, and it shapes everything that you do. And I've had great teachers, and but my coaches that coached me over the years—it um, added something special to me. And and you can st- see. Uh, as I do, players that, that played for the coaches that coached me, uh, whenever that coach would be around, it changed your whole leader. attitude at that time because yeah. you wanted to just go over there and just lift them up and yeah. and just thank them for all the things that they have done for you.
5: Yeah. We did. And, and Ben wasn't the type of a coach that – he could get the best out of you without screaming and yelling and cussing. And, you know, he he had a way about him because you wanted to perform for him. Mm-hmm. You wanted to do your best. And uh, not all coaches are able to pull that out of an individual. Yeah. He would see it in you and knew that you could do it. But... Um, He just had a different way about him.
3: He never, I never remember him screaming and hollering at me uh, or anything. And I don't know that I would have played well with somebody that did that, but he never did that. But when you got in that huddle and he told you what to do, By George, you were going to get out there with every ounce of energy you had. You were going to try to do that.
5: And you were going to find the
3: bench if you
5: didn't. Yeah,
3: (laughs) yeah. And I didn't want to sit on the bench. I wanted to play every second of every game. I know. I know. But. uh,
0: Is is that one way that you guys wanted a special attention? Not just that be competitive out there on the floor, but. You wanted to be uh, something special, where people like Mr. Ben Cates could uh, look at you and be so proud of you and all the way, all the things that you were doing. Some,
3: some people may not need that, but I personally probably do, and especially did it. It's I was actually 17. I didn't turn 18 until after I graduated, but. Um, yeah, I
5: was probably a little insecure, <laughs> and I loved that that he was proud of me. And um, well, I think everybody, I don't care who it is, men or women, likes to be affirmed. Yeah. That that uh, we're we're all achievers, and you know a lot of our jobs that we do are thankless jobs. You don't get those pats on the back. You don't. You know, you don't get that affirmation that you're doing good, so I think I think that's just something that everybody loves. Um,
0: you don't think of the ladies back in my day, right? Uh, you when you saw a, a a young girl that was extremely competitive, they stood out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was very rare. Yeah. and yeah. And, uh, we have found out since those days that the ladies are just as competitive as the guys, and and, and you, as you remember, one of the reasons we had the three on three is you didn't want them running up and down, and you're afraid that they would uh, run out of steam or or whatever. But I get it may have been Pat Head Summit. Changed the game. She changed the game yeah. completely. In fact, she let all the coaches know across the state of Tennessee. If you want to play for me, they've got to be five on five. Absolutely. And she ran them to death.
3: You had to remember, when we graduated, there wasn't a women's scholarship in basketball Um, to go somewhere. I I think that's right. I I think that was a little bit later. Um,
0: When did MTSU first have the girls playing?
3: Well, they had teams, but they weren't scholarship players. They were just like... It was almost like intramural. Yeah. You could come there and play. Yeah, you could come yeah. there and play. And, hey, I've actually dreamed that I played for MTSU and I could dunk the ball, which is a big dream. But Can I still, you
0: dunk? Could you ever dunk the ball?
3: No, I never could. You, I was you've five, got,
0: you've eight, got
3: a five. good height. I could Go up on the backboard, but I never was able to dunk the ball. But
5: uh, wasn't that the do you remember when we played in the old gym? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh, gosh that. that was such a thrill.
3: I too. loved
0: that gym. Oh and my the gosh, sound yeah. and
5: everybody
3: hollering. Yes,
0: and that was a thrill. I
3: remember Mr. Uh, Ed Florida, he would always <laughs> sit on the front row down there. And Betty, I was really getting after somebody one night, and he—he he was talking to me. <laughs> Boy, he, he got me going even more. Whatever, but—but uh, but, yeah, the great fans that we had. And uh, oh, the gyms yeah. would be packed.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were packed.
3: yeah. Sitting around, especially Walter Hill and Kittrell, they would be
5: almost on the floor with you. Buchanan, they, yeah. the old Buchanan School. I mean, there. you do a layup and you hit the wall. Yeah. God, that's like, like Kittrell was. Yeah, yeah, Kitchrel yeah, same way. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Last cast is wasn't much different, but I
3: wanted to say something about other people. I'm, I've been reading a lot on Facebook uh, about people's thoughts about Mr. Cates and everything. Mm-hmm. And Joe Love that played for Kittrell, um, I think uh, I can't think for. Married name now, I'm sorry, but she wrote something and she they had the great opportunity of playing with Mr. Cates more years than we did. But she said, He showed me what kind of man that I should select to marry. Oh, and I that thought, was man yeah. that was I mean, there's been all kinds of things of we didn't get that taught, memo, did we? <laughs> no, <laughs> we didn't, but uh. <laughs> But I, I, that was just, and she's had a long, happy marriage. Yeah. And um, I Well, he and
5: Juana were was, married for, I mean, how like, many years have they been married? 57, yeah. 57.
0: I've, He's I've, uh, 76. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. yeah.
5: She was always, she was, exactly. you know, feeding us, and we'd, yeah. David was,
3: would be along mm-hmm. in our, we went to summer camp yeah. in Wallen, Tennessee. Oh, that and was for an experience. those of you that do not know, where Wallin, Wallen, Tennessee. It is it hotter is than footh- Hades there. It is at the <laughs> foothills of the Smoky Mountains. You turn off a main, main highway, and you go to the road stops, and there's a school, Wallen. We slept on army cots, and they had, like, these hoses coming out of the, The
5: wall, and that was our
3: shower, and we had powdered eggs. Oh, I remember the the powdered eggs. Oh my gosh,
5: and it was so blasted hot. I'll never forget that.
3: But Wanda was there with David, and David wasn't even walking then, and uh, she brought him up there with us. So we got to we got to know Wanda, which was really Mm -hmm. important too. Not only Mister Case, but we got to know her, and so
5: and she was always supportive of everything that he. That he did so. Uh,
0: did anybody ever boo Ben when he would go into one of the uh, uh, more uh, contentious? Never, I, I guess
3: never remember that. And as a matter of fact, we weren't allowed to boo when we were in elementary through last mm-hmm. Casas. I, I, I'm sure at Oakland, too. That was just one thing the principals said there was no booing you don't do that. Well,
0: I've heard some, and not for Ben, but, but yeah. in all the times, uh, I go back way before you guys, yeah. and uh, that was the big event every. Time you would have a game, that would be the big event going on in in the community. Right. And and basketball was the sport a, during that I particular time. And it was one comu- <laughs> it community against another. Yeah. It wasn't just basketball against <laughs> basketball. Yeah. I mean, you, you would see Las Casas on one side, Kittrell on the other, or, or Walter Hill. Walter 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 Hill. It, it was unbelievable. Rockville
3: and Eagleville. Yeah. Um, I thought, man, when we used to go from Las gases to eagle. I thought we were going on a long, long trip. trip. <laughs> and there was only one restaurant, little drive in a little fast food place. It was Dairy Queen on Broad Street. And at Las Casas, if we won at Rockville or Eagleville, we got to stop at Dairy Queen and get you know, a hamburger or something. But if we did, and that was the fastest drive back to Las, <laughs> Las Casas <laughs> you've ever seen.
0: Let's yeah. take a quick break. I don't like that music. We'll be right back.
3: Adams Place is a premier senior living facility in Murfreesboro. Our residents say the chefs at Adams Place run the area's best restaurant. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today.
1: Adams Place Residential Living Director Terry Deal. Offering independent living,
3: assisted living, memory care, health care center, and on-site rehabilitation. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Where is the best barbecue in town? In 1920 East Main, the best barbecue for miles around is in 1920 East Main. You can buy it by the pound, sandwich, platter, or plate. No matter what you choose, it will taste great. You can come with a friend by yourself or with a date to Slick Pig Barbecue. Barbecue pork, beef or chicken, Brunswick stew, great sides, lunch specials, down-home atmosphere, and they cater. Slick, Slick Pig, Pig barbecue. barbecue. It's the best
5: with Bell Jewelers. We have the perfect gift for your graduate, Longine and Seiko watches that can be engraved and personalized to any kind of engraved picture frame, charms, we have all price points, Pandora jewelry for your graduate. We have the perfect gift for your graduate, that's Bell Jewelers, 821 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro across the street from Toots Restaurant.
1: Alright guys, this is Scott. I want to encourage you to make your health a priority. It's easier than you think at Low T Center. They are reinventing the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone levels. They offer a comprehensive health assessment so you know all the numbers that are important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, lack of motivation and drive, have noticed a weight gain or a loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. It all starts with a quick and easy health assessment, and it's covered by most health insurance. Low-T Center is concierge medicine exclusively for us men, and they now offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Self-inject at-home treatments are $135 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. To schedule your health assessment, go to lowtcenter.com. Lowtcenter, reinventing men's health care.
3: Are you looking for some good used furniture? Well, today's your lucky day. Steered Straight to Furniture and Thrift is now open. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. Our website is steeredstraightthriftstore.org. That's S-T-E-E-R-E-D straightthriftstore.org. We have lots of used furniture at great prices along with items for only a dollar. Come on by to our newest location where every
5: purchase has a purpose and where every donation matters. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap
2: now an update from the wgnsradio.com news center i'm ron jordan the strong act is now law in tennessee the bill signed by governor bill lee at Berryfield air national guard base will give additional education opportunities to tennesseans who served in the u.s military it's designed to provide members of the national guard funding to get their bachelor's degrees while serving The new law, part of a larger education goal to equip 55% of Tennesseans with a degree or occupational certificate by 2025. June 12th will be observed as Women's Veterans Day in Tennessee. The governor signed a bill yesterday that would honor female veterans on that day every year. Legislation received unanimous support in the Tennessee House earlier this year. Women make up about 10% of the state's military veterans. News Radio WGNS has an update on a February shooting during a party at a home on Ewing Boulevard. Police say 23-year-old Larry Johnson II was charged with shooting 21-year-old Giovanni Gillis dead. Johnson, who was arrested in Cheatham County, is charged with first-degree murder. A Rutherford County grand jury is considering the case. Mid-state gas prices continued to climb. On Monday, the average price for a gallon of unleaded gas was $2.94. That's up from the $2.72 just a week ago. That's a 7.5% increase despite the resumption of operations by Colonial Pipeline following that cyber attack. Socialize with us on social media. Log on to Facebook.com slash WGNS Radio and click the Like button. And when news breaks, we tweet it. Follow us at WGNS Radio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting.
3: Main Street is proud to bring back the Saturday Farmers Market starting May 22nd on the Murfreesboro Public Square. Bring your families downtown starting at 8 a.m. to noon every Saturday through October. Over 50 vendors with locally produced food and homegrown goods will be at the Saturday Market starting May 22nd. Bring your families, leave your pets at home, and come downtown for breakfast and locally grown produce.
2: We're remembering the life of Mr. Ben Cates here this morning. Uh, Someone texted a message to us. Betty Morgan, class of 1970. Uh, Rockvale got a scholarship to a college in uh, Texas, the first ever uh, that this person had heard of. So uh, some of the memories that we're sharing. Also on the history page of WGNSradio.com, we've got some vintage audio, and we're going to take you back. For just a minute and 15 seconds to 1975, Monty Hill Sr. doing the play-by-play of Oakland girls versus Franklin. Then we get to hear from their then coach, Ben Cates.
4: have seen in sports in a long time. And we've got Ben Cage here with us now, the basketball coach of Oakland, Ben, if you've ever kicked one in from 50 yards out in the fairway, you just did it right there. That's right, Monty, i tell you. We never gave up. We uh, Let's say that uh,
0: Franklin has got about as percentage shooters as you're going to see all year, and we knew that, and I felt like the guards... Didn't really play well the first half. We got mixed up on some patterns,
4: but to come back and, and to do what they did, uh, we got the tip down there when we really shouldn't have gotten it. Booker had jumped a good three times. Walden got the ball turned all called time out and saved one second doing that. And then to get in turn and do what we did, it just shows that uh, they've got
2: something in them, and I say, I'm just proud of my team. Oh. Sending you back to Adam's Place now for more of The Truman Show as we remember Ben Gates.
0: I think we're gonna need some yeah, napkins some in here tissues. with
4: me, both yeah. of you.
5: Yeah, that was Bless special. Your heart. That was special to hear his yeah. voice. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't think about how special someone's voice is until mm. you they're gone and you know you'll never hear it again.
3: Last uh. July, um, a group of girls, some Kitchell girls in Oakland, and um, we went to see Mr. Cates on his birthday at his home. Uh, we told Juana, but. Juana didn't tell him till we got there because she said he would have been looking for us all
0: day. Yeah.
3: And we got there and um, he knew who we were and said out. we sat out in the yard and he kept running in the house and he didn't run back out with pictures of us. And we just had the greatest day. And when uh, the girls did a beautiful prayer over him and his family and we just had a great visit and um, actually that's the last time I saw him and that's
0: the way I wanted to see him. There's a lot of love uh, there. Yeah. And uh, when somebody uh, becomes a mentor for you and has that kind of fellowship, you can't replace that. And uh, for him to be able to receive that from you guys, it, it's just, um, I, I can't even imagine what was going through his heart right then. It, it, it had to be unbelievable. We we've got a caller on the line. Okay. Caller, welcome aboard with my two uh, young ladies here Thank you. in here. Thank you. And I and uh, I, I am I am I'm sorry, guys, but uh, I'm getting a little bit of the emotions over here too. And I'm one of these non-emotional people. <laughs> y- y'all are killing me. <laughs> All right, caller, welcome aboard. Good morning, sir. How are you? Uh-oh.
4: Uh-oh is right.
0: Good, Butcher.
4: Butch job. Oh, Butch Remember, Campbell. How are you?
0: Who
3: is this? That's Sherry J. That's Sharon. Connie, Sharon. Sherry. Connie
0: Huddleston. Oh, okay. All right. You've done a wonderful job remembering being Case in the athletic world. But let me tell you also that he was one of the finest Christian men that you will ever meet. Yeah. Uh, I worked with him for several years. Hold on one second.
4: Okay, third
0: door. Uh I worked with him at, at church and Sunday school with freshmen and sophomores. And he was he was a leader for sure, uh a mentor to many young people, and he also meant a whole lot to other people in the church as well. He was an outstanding person.
3: I think he was a deacon
0: in his church mm-hmm. there.
3: And, Butch, one thing I, I said earlier is he never told us he was a Christian. He never read Bible verses to it. But we knew exactly who he was and what he stood for. Yeah. And that—that um, yeah. that is yes. exactly what we're supposed to be. Yeah. We're not lo- supposed to be like the Pharisee with the writing on our cuffs and out there spouting this and that, but uh, he was,
5: and he was always the same. Yeah. what you saw on that court yeah. was the same person
0: when he was yeah, off but the you court. Saw
4: everywhere
0: else. Yes. Yeah,
2: okay, Yes. Okay, I'm gonna have to hang up. I got a
0: rider, Truman. You be good. All right, be <laughs> careful, Butch. See, Butch was one of these different fellows uh, when he was principal out at uh, Walter, Walter Hill. Hill. Walter Hill, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he 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 had a a little uh, torture chamber down in in the basement <laughs> of the school. Um, the Marquis decided. I think I think was the one that fixed it up for him. So Uh-oh. so he, he he had no problems whatsoever over there. Uh, er, everybody is um, kind of fussing at me. Sherry Job, um, you were a forward.
5: I was a forward. Over
0: at Oakland, Mm -hmm. and uh, you you went to school at Kittrell part of the time. (laughs)
5: Yeah, for three years, and then I forgive you. Yeah, I I know.
0: What year was that? I mean, uh, your your grade years. Your grade years. First,
5: first, first, second, and third. Okay. Um, and then the rest of the time it was at. Las Cassis. yeah, and I played for Thomas Lewis Hopkins over there at Las. Was Cassis. that
0: after uh, Larry Stewart had a perfect season? Uh. Um, you know he coached and had a perfect season. Yeah. He never won a game, so he decided to fire himself <laughs> yes, when he was and he, the principal. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah. I,
5: I Larry was the principal over there when I was there. Thomas Lewis. Uh, it was funny because Thomas Lewis was a uh, my first cousin. Ooh. And it was really weird <laughs> to have uh, my first cousin coaching me, mm-hmm. and but let me tell you, he was the he was double hard on me because that's what he's supposed to be. Yeah, he didn't. He never wanted anybody to think um, that that I got yeah. to start because. Nepotism. There, there was favoritism by any means, <laughs> and mm-hmm. he I told him one time, I'm like, You're making this really double hard on me. He said, Well, I'm mean to, and you know, so there's no doubt that you've earned it. You've earned it. I'll say one thing we were
3: the most conditioned team yes, we were. in the county, <laughs> and
0: that, that's Connie Huddleston now. Yeah.
3: Yes, he would cut, get somebody's <laughs> mower, that. tractor mower, and cut a circle out in the field behind the school. And when we started back to school, hot as blazes, he'd say, get ready, take off, and I'll come and get you when I when want it's you to over. stop running. And we ran and ran and ran and ran. We finally got to come in, and he had bought a big floor fan from Salem Church Christ and stuck it in the door to bring us some air when we finally started
5: practicing inside. And we thought we had arrived. We thought we, we, thought we were... <laughs> <laughs> Dying. That was the hardest. <laughs> now, I did, and Connie said she didn't know this, but I, I learned how, because I was short and she mm-hmm. was tall, I learned how I could just sort of stop for just a minute. Down below the grass. Because it was grass was huge yes. up there. Brume I don't sage. know if it was a corn It spill. was broom sage. Oh, it was something. And, and I mean, because I thought I was going to die there a couple of times, and I would just have to stop. And uh, she said, "I didn't know you stopped." I didn't either. I kept going. I <laughs> but he never saw me afraid. stop. If he had saw me he's stop, he's going to hear this today, Ooh, and you're to have to go Lordy run have some mercy. I still see Thomas Lewis at a, a lot of family reunions, mm-hmm.
0: and how would you relate the two, Thomas Lewis and Ben Cage?
5: Um, they hmm. were different
3: in yeah, different some ways. Yeah, different attitudes, and I. But they coaching. both tried
0: to get the best out yes. of us. Oh,
3: absolutely. Yes, most definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. And like I said, we were well-conditioned.
5: Yeah, when, when we Ben played. got us. Yeah. when <laughs> He when prepared he us, us, us for Ben. <laughs> Let's put it like that. <laughs>
3: yeah. He did, yep. Yeah. We, I, I never remember getting tired. Yeah, I mean, no. Playing and playing Mm-mm. and playing or whatever. So
5: Ben, when he came and got us <laughs> and we got to play for him, we were in pretty good shape. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Did we won a lot under Thomas Lewis. Oh, I want to tell. At Oakland,
3: we went 14 and 0. Mhm. That that season, the first season at Oakland, and the flu hit.
0: Ooh! Wow. And
3: we had two Ford starters, and I don't know how many other players that got the flu. I had to play Ford for a couple of games. Uh, that was not a pretty sight. Uh, but And, and, I, and a know, lot of us I played can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember to. when they came back. They were standing at the free throw line, and they couldn't get the ball to the goal. They were so weak from that. And I think from then on, maybe being, I know a lot of other coaches would take their kids to the um, health department and make them get flu shots.
5: Uh, remember those vitamin C pills that he made us take all the time? Yeah, they were they huge. They were probably good for and us. We would put them under our tongues, and it was just strictly vitamin C. and uh, um, Salt and, tablets? Salt tablets. taken those at last. Yes, classes? yes. Yeah. and uh, yeah.
0: we got another caller in. Caller, welcome aboard with Sherry and Connie.
4: Uh, thank you, Truman. Um, I look forward. Yesterday, I knew y'all were, were going to have the talk show, and I've been listening and just reminiscing and thinking and uh, about Coach Cates, and, of course, yeah. Campbell Brandon was my dad, and, and that was a big rival. And, oh, my gosh oh, uh, yes. Bud.
0: Okay.
3: I remember Bud yeah. as a young man.
4: Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I still I'm am. A
3: really, little <laughs> young man. Your dad coached <laughs> at Las Casas too, so I remember when he coached there.
4: Yes. He sure did, and, and uh, uh, I remember when I first met Coach Cates, was at the AG Sporting Goods down down on Maple, I believe it was when he first got started, and uh, that's where all the coaches would hang out. And Larry Stewart and and uh, I'd get my my orange crush down there out of the machine. And but <laughs> you know, Coach Cates, uh, what there. Coach Cates and my dad, they had a, a big rival. It was a rivalry, and uh, oh, and uh, yeah. and uh, and, uh, and I remember his being very competitive. And then I may not see him for ten years. And I'd run across Coach Cates, and he always had a friendly face and very calm in effect, and I didn't know his, at the time what a deep, uh, 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 thoughtful Christian man he was, but it makes sense now. He, he, he did have that, have that, that uh, about him.
3: Hey, Bud, we we split that year with your dad. We beat Lebanon at Lebanon, and they beat us at Oakland. And I believe your dad might have had to talk with a referee before the game because I fouled out, and I'd never fouled
4: out
0: before. Oh, give me a <laughs> break, Connie. That's, that's,
4: that's, that's very possible. <laughs> well, the I, I, yes, The
5: one thing uh, – all these things that we talk about Ben and how good of a man he is. Uh, uh, don't don't let him uh, don't ever forget. He loved to win. Oh yes. He he mm-hmm. did not like to
3: lose. And I I I like to win too. Yeah. These people that say, "Why well, I just do it for the fun. I don't yeah. care if I win or lose. I." I'm not one of those no, people, I'm, if I'm going to put that much energy yeah. out on the court or wherever, I want to win. And I he want trained me to
5: win, but I want to win. He trained us to do that, too. Yeah. I mean, you right. don't play, you did not play for him and be half in. You had to be right. all in.
4: Yeah. Hey, and I talked with Harry Gill. Uh, Harry Gill last night, I talked with Harry Gill about Coach Cates, and he had some really nice things to say and how competitive he was also.
0: Hey, bud. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, tell me, tell me, uh, are your girls playing to win?
4: Uh, we are. There is no doubt about it. I wish I had the talent that Coach Cates had. Y'all, y'all, missing right about here how, in this room. How, <laughs> right. How calm he was, and, and and he just expected that of you. And uh, that that's that's an art. You know, that's something that John Wooden had, and. Yeah. And there are a lot of coaches who I've seen that were like that, uh, and uh, that it's, 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 it just tells you a lot about a man. You're,
0: you're you're doing well with the girls that you've got right now, Bud. And, well, thank uh, you. It's a challenge. I know, I know that they're going to be very successful in the future.
4: Well, thank you, and 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 I really enjoyed uh, listening about Coach Cates. and and uh, I've always I always have some good memories of him in my memory bank so good. all right thanks for letting me share a little bit with coach kate so
3: absolutely good good to hear from you y'all
0: too he good is good. Thank you. he he's he's got a lot of his dad in him he he's gonna be there, a his dad yes he did he's gonna be a really really good coach and yeah. um uh, woodbury's lucky to have him yeah. Oh, I didn't know where he was. I yeah. think he was at
3: Woodbury. Laverne, did he?
0: No, no, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's at Woodbury. Well,
3: good for Woodbury. Yeah. Fantastic. You know,
0: they've got a great history. Woodbury has oh. in, bas- in ladies' basketball.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. I remember their coach up there. What was his name? Harris. Yeah, Mr. Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always liked him. He's the one that told Mr. Cates that he walked his girls to the health department every year to get flu shots. When that happened to us, yeah, <clears throat> he had told him that. So
0: did you have to wear a mask and uh, be isolated? <laughs> don't
3: get me started on no, no. that. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so.
0: Did it you have to be eight feet apart or six <laughs> feet or whatever? Yeah, right. No. <laughs> you know, I I really loved watching girls basketball more back then. And, uh, you know, as as you were listening to the end of the uh, game that uh, uh, Brian was playing, did you hear the noise? Yes. It was definite. It was packed. It was unbelievable.
3: I'll say I still enjoy basketball. I watched all the March Madden. I love March. (laughs) I watched all the girls basketball march madness and everything and but one thing it was so sad they had to kind of pipe in a little noise every once in a while uh, because i'll tell you the crowd will pump you up
0: yeah makes a difference Uh,
3: a lot of times you're not hearing it but then sometimes you are Mm -hmm. Uh, and so if you maybe need that little extra up you may be getting a little tired or something and i guarantee you if that crowd's pumped up uh, you know, well, hopefully the crowds Easter.
5: will be back. Yes, this year. hopefully. hopefully.
3: Yeah. Few, few got to go back. We got to see a few of the MTSU games uh, toward the end of the season uh, at home. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back over there this year.
0: You know, somebody like Ben is going to re- be remembered for many decades.
3: Oh, he's in the Hall of Fame at Oakland, and well deserved. And several of us got to go back over there that night that they inducted him in the Hall of Fame. What an honor to have just been there to to see him inducted. So, absolutely, he will not be forgotten. Um,
0: Y'all had a special place in his heart because he loved, I I know I've had him on a number of times and and actually eaten with him over at at Miller's and places, or Miller's and places (laughs) like that. And, uh, um, it was very enjoyable for all of us to him to recant a lot of the things that uh, happened during his uh, time as, as a basketball coach. And I think that was the happiest time of his life. I know that he became Rutherford County's um, uh, director of, of uh, Rec- recreation for, what 40 49 something years? years I think. It, yeah, yeah, almost 50 years, which is incredible. But. He pretty much did it because he loved to be around yes. kids Absolutely. and and, and uh, watch them grow in a positive
4: way.
3: You know, working around young children, high school, I was fortunate to work at MTSU for 36 years. And being around that age group keeps you young, too, I'm telling you. Uh, you kind of get into that. Age group a little bit. When you feel like you're disconnecting from them, it, it's time to retire, which I did. <laughs> but uh, I always liked being around the young people, and I'm sure that's how he felt too. He liked being around them. It kind of—he always had a spring in his step. He was always mm-hmm. in good shape, um, you know. So uh, yeah, he, he chose the right profession. A lot of people—they say if you hadn't done what you had done as a you know a profession what would you have chosen i think he would have picked just what he did mm-hmm. i think he was perfect for it i think he touched a lot of lives and
5: um, you know when you, you think, think about we're all here um, a we're for a very short time and our goal is to make a difference in people's lives
0: yeah
5: and uh, being made a huge difference yeah. in many, many people's lives.
0: Can you think about Connie Vance when he first saw her?
5: Yeah. as a cheerleader.
0: She was. Yeah, but she <laughs> yeah. didn't want to play basketball. She wanted
3: to be a cheerleader. Boy, well,
0: she's six four or six three, something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Her and, sister
3: played Cynthia. Yeah. and But Connie wanted to be a cheerleader, but Mr. Cates took care of that really quick. No, you're not going to be a cheerleader. It wasn't
0: It cool. wasn't all that easy now. No, huh? she didn't. Because she would, uh, when he'd be talking to all of them, she would be over there doing, on a mat doing somersaults and all that other stuff. She really yeah. wasn't that interested in basketball. No. And look how uh, really her great life. she was during that particular time.
3: Oh, yes. We played them. Yeah. We <laughs> oh, need
0: How in the world did you guard her?
3: One in front and one behind her. Of course, we weren't. You just tried to keep her from getting the ball. If she got Mm -hmm. the ball, she was much taller than the rest of us. But you were talking about playing the other uh, county schools and everything. Mm -hmm. Of course, you had that rivalry, but you make such good friends. Oh yeah. You know. You're kidding. Connie, I knew Connie. My aunt and uncle lived. Uh, near her, a couple of houses away when we were growing up. So I knew Connie before basketball. But uh, Gene Lynch and Gail Robinson and a lot of those people I played with. I played on an industrial league up in McMinnville after Mm -hmm. I got out of high school and played with some of them. And then we had like a little Murfreesboro All-Star team that we played in some tournaments. But, hey, I'm still in touch with all these people. I mean, they're, they're some dear friends.
0: What is the dialogue when y'all all get together because um, y'all were very um,
3: competitive uh, on the floor.
0: Yeah e- the floor. even went even beyond that.
3: Well I, I, I liked them I mean I liked yeah. all of them.
0: Was uh, there like was, were there any ladies that during the competition mm-hmm. that it was so intense, you still have a disdain for them?
3: Can I say the name, or what I might? However sued. you want
0: to do it. <laughs> However you want to do it.
3: I was a freshman playing at uh, Las Casas, in Garden Gale Satterfield. Still remember the name from mm-hmm. Woodbury. Yeah. Those were some rough girls, and I was a little freshman girl, um, kind of tough. But uh, the district, tur- district or county district tournament at uh, Murphy Center. And my mother was sitting out in the car with my little sister, waiting for the game to be over, for me to come out. And she's listening to it on the radio, and she says she hears this unidentified guard from Las Casas. Guards? so I guess they didn't even have, Monty Hale didn't even have my name. I
0: don't know.
3: But uh, I had to guard her, and I thought, boy, I better get my act together. And I probably needed to gain a little weight at that time. I don't need that now, but... Oh, you're still slim. Skinny. I was just a little skinny kid, you know, barely thirteen years old, and uh,
0: born on a farm.
3: It uh, wasn't a big farm. We had like about twenty-seven acres, but I knew about milking cows, raising hogs, raising chickens. Uh, we had ponies, and um,
0: oh, you bo- you were born animals. in heaven.
3: I was that's absolutely. I thank my parents for, and my grandmother had a farm in Wilson County from us. So, my dad and brothers worked that farm. So, my brothers uh, baled hay and did all that stuff every summer. And um, I think that's would be would be a, a great thing for parents today to send their kids out to a farm, let them work out there, and see what worth work really is. And I know I probably sound like an old fogey here, but my brothers worked so hard. Yeah, and my dad did
0: too. Um, but you sound like where... Pat Head because she had brothers. Yeah, and she had to compete against them all the time.
3: My brothers take uh, credit for anything that I did right in basketball, but they also were why I was a guard and not a forward because they never let me have the ball to shoot. And I'm a shout out to Mike Nerny and Sherry, my sister, this morning. But they always say I had to do, I had to guard them all the time. They wouldn't let me shoot the ball. But you know. But I love
0: them to pieces. That, you had a charmed life. I, I
5: had a good life,
0: yeah. What, what about you, Sherry? I, uh, Robin
5: Orr is, oh God, was yeah. probably, her and I had a um, love Boy,
0: it didn't take you long to think no, that one up. No,
5: I, I, I was sitting here, and I'm like, yep, Robin Orr. We had sort of a love-hate kind of, you know, um, we were very competitive. She played for Riverdale, Riverdale. Mm-hmm. and um so, uh, but I haven't seen Robin, and, you know... Uh,
3: I, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but Oakland-Riverdale played the first game in Murphy Center.
5: Yeah. And oh, wow.
3: Uh, it was yeah. called the Battle of the Borough, mm-hmm. and we got beat. I, I know I, I had a terrible game,
5: uh, yeah. but... Uh, Connie has anyway. a better memory than yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, no, it didn't take me long with Robin. We, yeah, she, we, was a, she was a competitor. She was, yeah, you. she was a good ball player, yeah. and... I. You know, um, yeah. we both made all state and all of that, but we wanted to win. Yeah, we were very competitive.
3: I now, don't remember playing too many people that didn't want to win. <laughs> I know it. I might <laughs> like name one or two. If they didn't
0: want to win, they lost. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. And you didn't. And I didn't like to play teams that were lackadaisical. It was like wasting my time or yeah. something. I liked that fierce competitive. Business out on the court. I like that. We
5: were, I think, we were a very aggressive yeah. team. Um, we gave 110 percent. You yeah. didn't. You didn't. Ben wouldn't didn't accept anything but that. But again, we wanted to give him that. Um, he, we knew he was invested yeah. in us, we wanted to and make him proud. yeah, we wanted to make him proud. Yeah. yeah.
3: And I, I think I carried that into my professional life. I worked for. Dean John McDaniel for almost thirty years, and I always wanted to make him proud. But I always made wanted to make our college look good, mm-hmm. like my team. So I think if people are out there looking for good employees, look for one that was a good team player
5: mm-hmm.
3: in something. I think that makes a good employee.
0: You've well, had a lot of great presidents over here, haven't you? Mm-hmm.
3: Sure have. Hey, I had the honor of interviewing Dr. Sam Ingram before oh I remember retired him well. a few years ago. Um, it was for a project that, that I was doing. So kind. He came to the university and let mm-hmm. me interview him. And I only knew him as president before and really didn't have a lot of interaction with him at mm-hmm. that time. But what a pleasant man. He was. And he's like 92 now. He's As far as I know, he's still going to his farm over in Moore County checking Very out Very conservative
0: house. with the money over there, well, too. Well, let me
3: tell you, I asked him about that because I always heard. Yes. Dr. Ingram had all that money, saved all that money. We could have spent that. But he told me this. He said... I was always afraid that the state one year was going to say, we don't have any money for you.
4: Mm -hmm. And he
3: said, I wanted MTSU to be in the position that I could keep everybody's jobs and keep everything going. And so I saw another side of that and a reason Mm -hmm. for that. So I respected him for it.
0: Yeah, he and I had to do Bob Pratula's eulogy when when he passed away. And I was very impressed with him. Yeah. He, he, he was something special. Yeah, good man. Yeah. Good man. I, uh, you know, Dr. Walker was a, mm-hmm. I never will forget what he did uh, one night. One of the officers was um, walking across campus and checking cars and things, and mm-hmm. and it, it was cold, and, and uh, he came over to him and said, Boy, what are you doing out here this late? And he told him, and he said, Come over to my house. And he invited him over his house, and, and they sat and had dinner together. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah,
3: I like Dr. Walker. I was
0: yeah. Like,
3: he had a committee that we met and everything. I, I like Dr. Walker. I tell you what, he was really engaged with students. He would walk around. As a matter of fact, before he came for his interview, he came to campus and walked around. He told us later during the interview process, he said, I, I just came, walked around, talked to a lot of the students. How do you like him to issue? Kind yeah what tell me about it whatever uh, I thought that was a smart move to get to know it um, while I was here but
0: you did um, a great job while you were there i, I yeah. I've talked to so many people that have told me that uh, you were an inspiration to most of them because a lot of times those jobs are thankless and people don't mm-hmm. understand that you you yeah. have to be able to to relate to them in a positive way.
3: Well, just like I said, I always wanted my boss to, to look good when we were doing something. We were there for the students mm-hmm. and working with the faculty, too. I, you know, hey, I just did what the other ones were doing. I just
5: You were a team player. To,
3: yeah, I just wanted MTSU in the best light always. and mm-hmm. I still love MTSU. I got two degrees from there and retired from there. So, hey, yeah, I still go to games and... Think so.
0: Had you rather watch the girls or the boys play?
3: Uh, I'm not going to go there because I like both the coaches. <laughs> I think a lot of them. That I, I
0: really uh, doesn't have anything. I, your your background as far well, as like being a competitive girls. lady and, yeah. and played in the sport for. I, I've long seen term.
3: times when you know one might have a little edge on the other, and I might enjoy one team more yeah. than the other. But um, I'm I'm true blue.
0: But the girls. To me, play like the boys used to.
3: Oh, absolutely. I There's no doubt that. about that. I agree with that. Uh, I played a little bit, uh, you know, full court. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought we we were in good condition, but I wasn't in condition to do that. This was after I got out of high school to play that way. Um, but the the hey, I've got granddaughters that play, which I'm tickled to death to see them out there oh, playing my. ball and. I have five granddaughters and one grandson. They're all very athletic and tickles me to death. My, both of my boys were very. You're
0: going to enjoy things for a long time watching I them. I sure play.
3: hope so. <laughs> they asked me, "Grammy, are you going to be alive when I have children?" I say, "I hope so." So.
0: <laughs> now, um, Sherry, you have a book.
5: hmm
0: yes. Is it ready to be published yet?
5: Oh yes, it'll be. Yeah, it'll be ready in. Uh, I'll probably have my first book signings in September.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: And then, um, you know, I host the New Beginnings Conference here. Mm-hmm. We had over 700 women last year. Wow. And uh, year b- before last. Yeah, year before last. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID got us this February. Mm-hmm. But we're going to have it again uh, in this February, uh, February 2022, and it'll be our 10-year anniversary. So we're expected to have a, a big birthday bash on that one, and uh, my book will be out in uh, in September.
0: What's it's, the name of it?
5: It is Living Beyond the Memory, Hope and Healing for Grief, Through Grief, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah.
5: Many times when you have experienced grief, you know, I lost my husband to ALS, mm-hmm. uh, will be four years um, this year, mm-hmm. um, they say to write about what you know, and I know all about walking through that, and you do too. Yeah. Uh, unless you've ever experienced it, y- you—it's hard to relate. And uh, this book has got a lot of application and tools, and it has a lot of uh, journaling that I did for the two years that I walked through with Jim. Yeah. Um. Because people get stuck a lot of times after they've lost their loved one. And, um, you know, you've been known, I was known as Jim's wife. And, you know, what was your li- Jackie. Jackie. that's yeah. right, Jackie's husband. And, and when they're gone, you have to figure out how to move forward. And I hope this book will give people um, um, encouragement to continue to live their life. And um, And my big passion right now is for people to live their best life now because, as we know, we're not promised tomorrow. So, you know, uh, a lot of people get stuck in grief and they think they don't have any more life ahead just because they lost that person. Um, And I, I interviewed quite a few people that have walked through grief and um, you'll get to to read about what they did to move forward. So I'm excited about it. And uh, it was probably one of the hardest books. I've written two books before, but this one I probably cried on every page because yeah. there was so many memories um, that came back. Um, i think I
3: think that's great, Sherry, that you journaled during that
5: time. Yeah. And that. You would probably recommend that for anybody oh, that's yes, going through most that, most definitely. Just like and you don't have to going through a rough time. You know, journal pages and pages right. and pages. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just you know, I I don't I can't breathe right now. Yeah. You know, I think one page is you know when we got that diagnosis of mm-hmm. ALS, it just took me to my knees because I knew what it I knew what that meant. Jim Job was a wonderful man too. Yes. Sherry's husband, kind,
3: gentle, supported Sherry. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, uh,
5: I was imagine. blessed to uh, have had 16 wonderful years with um, a man. And uh, um, uh, as a matter of fact, Ben Ben got to meet Jim. Uh, uh, it'd be great to have people to say at your funeral that those kind things about my husband. yeah, And he was. I, I, he just had a spirit about him very much like Ben that people were just drawn to him. And um, he didn't have a lot to say. He was a little quiet.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: But when he spoke, you listened because you knew it was worth hearing. That,
0: the so the book uh, Tuesdays with Maury, Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I'm yes. sure you've read Yes, it. I have. Yes. Uh, that was the most fascinating. Mm-hmm. But it, it's very small. Yes,
5: it is. But
0: but just reading that, uh, yeah. It. it, it um, I'm sure it gave you some inspiration yes. just reading yes, it. It
5: did. Uh, I I I've always said Jim Job taught me how to live, and he taught me how to die. Yeah. When it comes. Uh, my time, um, he was just strong in his faith and um, walked through some um, very difficult. Um, ALS is a wicked disease.
0: It sure is. And uh,
5: but he he um, he embraced it, and he has a cup, and I still have it at the house. It said, "It is what it is," and. Mm-hmm. He just, you know, he just decided, well, I'm going to live it the best that I know. He was under hospice care for a year. (coughs) He just Mm -hmm. decided that's the way he wanted, um, you know. He didn't want to continue going to doctors all the time. He just wanted to live his life. Yeah. And uh, he was a a very graceful, um, graceful man. That's good. And uh,
3: Mr. Cates, too. Yeah. He's he, gentleman.
5: Yes, very graceful,
3: much
5: of
0: a gen- gentleman. Kind. Yeah. Isn't it so great that we have special people that cross our oh lives? Yeah.
3: I feel so fortunate. Yeah. yeah. yeah I do too.
0: Yeah.
3: I'd like for just one person to say something kind about me. I, I mean, I'm, but Mr. Cates, I was telling you, yeah. everybody felt like they had that personal relationship yeah. with him, a great Mentor father relationship
0: or something, and every wow. everyone that uh, knew uh, Ben Cates and played basketball for Ben Cates, uh, they all felt like that they were the special ones right. in his life, and that's the way it should be. And uh, he he felt I think he felt like that for each and every one of you that all of you were special and you were someone that. Um, Meant a lot to him in his life, and and uh, one thing about it, we will always remember Ben Cates and what he's done for so many people. Yes. Or the and
5: Murfreesboro, Kittrell, all this area. He loved yeah. his. He loved his community.
0: Yes, he did. Crippled. Well, guys, we got to wrap up the show. Anybody want to say one last thing? We're.
3: Uh, The information about Mr. Cates, I know that uh, visitation is tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday night, 4 to 8 at uh, First Baptist. And then the service will be there at 11 o'clock on Thursday morning. And um, we just want to let Juana and um, David and Shannon know
5: that we love them. And um, we would do anything for them that we could.
0: Okay. We appreciate
5: you having us on.
0: Oh, y'all were a joy. And it, it, it was something special. The things that need to be said, you did it very, very well. And uh, I appreciate it. Sherry and Connie.
5: Thank you.
0: you. All right, guys. We'll see you in the morning at 9.
2: From NHC's Adams Place. Since
1: 1981, Willow Window's been making homes beautiful all over Tennessee, from decks and railings to doors and windows. Visit willowwindow.pro. Willow Window, the official sponsor of the WGNS Studios. WillowWindow.pro.